Debra. Lasagna. Where's my Debra? Lasagna. That's good. That's a good one. That, that's Everybody Loves Raymond, right? Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right, thanks for listening to the Choke Artist Podcast. Woo, woo. The band Steve is here. Well, th- three out of four. Finally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk about this for a while. This has Bye. been this has been uh, like a two-month communication almost, I want to say. Yeah. Or longer than that, I would say, actually. I think you, you hit us up at some point, and I was like, oh, totally down for it, but we'll have to wait. And then I was just like, fuck it, we'll do it whenever. <laughs> yeah. Well, because y'all are like working on an album, right? Yeah. So it's all done now, but we're not... Uh, we could talk about that, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's hard to... It's hard to commit to a podcast because it's not a show, so it's like shows like you know always play shows. Podcast is like fun, but it's like usually a weird hour and to get everyone together, especially you guys are like spaced out, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Nick and Zach live together, and that's about it. Eric is in still South Plainfield. Yeah, not that far away, but <laughs> still like it's still out of range, and then I'm completely away. <laughs> yeah, are you two? You're in Philly. Yeah. Are you in Philly? I was, uh, but I moved to East Brunswick with Zach. Oh, cool. Nice. Still in town. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm skipping a jump. I can turn that up if you no, want no, to. No, no, it's okay. All right, cool. I like your best, too. Move your phone. Uh, yeah, I've been um, doing this thing in 2019 where I'm trying to be more wholesome, and safety is very wholesome, so. Yeah, no, it's good to be safe. Yeah. It says, does it say fuck on it? I know, it says suck me, but it looks really gross. <laughs> it's also like the third grade S. Yeah, the medieval re- S. Yeah, but like, I did a really the, bad job at it. The first minute? <laughs> <laughs> I am who I am. Yeah, I'm wearing pants that say God bless on them. God bless is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> In the school, uh, or school of rock, schoolhouse rock font. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Oh, that's like the skate company, right? Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. I actually got these at NJ. Like these are the most hype things I've ever gotten. Uh, Shameless plug for NJ Skate Shop. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Check out Chris Naraco. If you're out there listening, you're a very funny man, and I appreciate you. <laughs> nice. I I used to live with um, my old roommate. Said he'd skate with you a bit, Billy. Oh yeah, Billy. Um, we just played a show with Billy at In the West. Awesome. Yeah, with uh, he was in decoration. Decoration. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. He's the drummer. Oh, rad! Yeah, Billy's awesome. Decorations are great. And then he was just—he <laughs> was just in Florida with my buddy Jake, who runs Freedom Skate Park down there, and they were at Tampa Pro, and it was really yeah. cute, and awesome. And I was very jealous that I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Jake is from Jersey, or? Uh, yeah, Jake uh, is from down in—I want to say he grew up in like the Trenton area. I'm—I think I, to be specific, I think he's from Ewing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he went to school out in St. Louis and got involved in like uh, a lot of nonprofit like politic things. I don't know, like know what they are. Yeah, yeah, I'm dumb as shit. As yeah, well. so like I. I, I <laughs> um, but now he went. Then he went to uh, graduate school up here, and then he opened up this nonprofit skate park down in Trenton uh, that's directed for like. Uh, kids that are like underprivileged, so you can go there and get a free skateboard and spend the whole day there for free, and you can that's get so skate lessons. That's for really school. cool, actually. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, that's rad. Are they doing shows there? Too? I saw something uh, on Instagram of bands playing like by a half pipe and people like headbanging. Yeah, they do. They do get. Well, they're only open for the winter. Okay. So they just finished their uh, season up last week or so, or maybe two weeks ago. But uh, I've been talking to Jake about a lot of things, and I think next season. He's going to try to have a lot more of the music and the art community in there because hopefully it'll have more traction since this was like the first year. Right I think on. there's like a cool blend with like music and skateboarding, of course. Yeah. And yeah. Last year we did a, a gig at, a, at the Edison Skate Park and that was a lot of fun. And it was pretty cool though. It was like, uh, I don't know. 
we were just like the background music for a bunch of people skateboarding. Like, yeah. it, was, it was like a cool moment. Yeah. There was definitely a time where they were like, I mean, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, like, there huge. was like a thing that's like, that's like people's first introduction to like ska punk. You know? Straight up, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I understand that. Like you hear that one Goldfinger riff in Superman, <laughs> you're like, fuck, I yes, love this now. <laughs> very true. Yeah. But yeah. that's cool, yeah. And then uh, what? Uh, Sum Forty One had a music video. And what was the video? In too deep. Or no, that was a yeah, one of them. No, was it in too deep? Was a half In too deep, they were in somebody's pool with skateboarders in it. I yeah. just watched it the other yeah. day. Yeah, like that's yeah. cool. Like and then and then I think it just stopped after that. Yeah, where did right? we go? Well, there was because like counterculture, like skateboarding and like punk rock, as you will DIY, like are definitely like affiliated with counterculture. But then there was also a time in the '90s where it was co-opted by like doritos like yeah. extreme dorito <laughs> fucking half pipe chips yeah, yeah. so then like i don't know what happened but it just all kind of stopped yeah punks and skateboarders they both like doritos if there's a venn diagram it would meet at doritos yeah <laughs> yes. even like capri sun there's a guy like ripping on a fucking bmx yeah. bike and Whoa. shit turning into goop and like yeah. <laughs> respect the pouch was that yeah book? respect the pouch <laughs> yeah uh, their latest how many stuff. other how many other things can we <laughs> drop in this <laughs> shout out capri sun shout out capri sun <laughs> well i mean like Great juice box <laughs> pouch sponsor us the neat thing now is that we're all older but like because i feel like our gener you guys are like mid-20s right yeah like our generation yeah. was like influenced by that stuff, I think, mm. and then it kind of went away. But now we're we older. all say our ages. <laughs> Why? Twenty four, twenty three, twenty six. Okay, yeah, yeah. give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It just it kind of stopped. I mean, but like Warp Tour used to be cool too, and then it eventually wasn't. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Warp Tour was cool because we were all unaware, kind of. Yeah, we were way. young and thirteen. So like yeah. that's the thing. Like you, you might not be like some like like some like shithead or whatever that doesn't like women on on large festivals but then you grow up and then you realize it's like oh fuck (laughs) oh that's interesting somebody on twitter actually made uh uh like a a tally mark of all every single they research every single band playing um i forget which one but there's like two of the warped tour things and they research every single band and it was like 111 men versus like 22 women i don't know if that was exact numbers but it was somewhere within that ratio and it's just like what the hell is going on that still sounds high yeah and that (laughs) still sounds sounds like a little much like it sounds uh i don't know yeah, and that used to just be the norm, too, and it was, like, unchallenged. Yeah, Weird. and I'll, like, meet people still now that, like, because I'm very much vocal about <laughs> about equal representation on bills to the point where people get mad at me about it, and then people will come up to me and talk to me, and they'll be like, oh, like, I understand what you mean, but I grew up playing with a bunch of dudes, so it's like I don't know anything otherwise, and it's like, okay, I understand that, but, you know times change and like you gotta like realize that you know you you make a bigger impact than what you uh think you do like you know because yeah. like, we're like for young people or for people that are incredibly susceptible to watching music i think it's just like you know if you don't see yourself up there it's like oh can i do this am i not allowed to do this kind of thing and then you know and then social anxiety hits and all that i think i'm just telling a personal story right now <laughs> no, but it's fine it's a valid point no because what is it you watch the youtube videos you, ukule- yeah, you thought saw, you could only play ukulele yeah that was like a thing for a long time cuz like i i i'm of east asian descent i have white parents so i never really thought of myself as different but then i discovered youtube and i saw a bunch of uh like east asians making ukulele covers of like 
Drake and other pop songs. I was like, oh, that's all I can do. Sick. And then I saw another video one time of this guy, James Ikeda, who plays under the moniker of the Michael character. He played like uh, like this one acoustic thing. It was like really punk rock. And I was like, fuck, I can do that too? All right. <laughs> Yeah. And that was me at like 14 where I should be able to like in my head, I guess, like the idea is like, oh, I can do anything I want. But I was never presented that I can do anything that I want. So it just never hit me. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I also think it's important that you're vocal about it, too, though, because like for me. I guess. No, I mean, no, it is. Because, <laughs> I think it is, too. I think it is, too. I just uh, hate how people I mean, react. for me, like I for me, like music and stuff like that, like I grew up as like a shitty metalcore kid who is just like, yeah, dude, fuck my ex-girlfriend, blah, 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 like all that stuff. And uh, I feel like as uh, when, as I started hanging out with you and like talking with you more. You like educated me and all this stuff, and now oh, that's really cute. yeah, like it's. I think even though you may get a lot of hate, like you wouldn't be doing the right thing if everyone was patting you on the back. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think that there's a, there's an aspect of it that's like people just take complete offense to some things that I say, and it's not meant to be that way. It's just like hey, like pay attention, maybe you know. That's yeah. all. It's a it's a light suggestion. I'm not running up to people in their face and being like, "There's not enough women on this bill." It's more like, "Hey, uh, here's a bunch of women that can here's play something these you bills. can be conscious of." Yeah. yeah, and like we have a very like a like we have a an opportunity and ability for anybody that books shows and plays shows we have the ability to like lift other people to a platform and i think that i'm not saying i'm a very popular person but a lot of people know me so it's like maybe they don't know about other women in the community that can play certain things or whatever so it's just like hey here it is and then for some reason people like to get mad at me for yeah that. like i feel like you need people like you that are vocal to push in this direction more yeah and even if like you know some people feel like it's too much like that's fine like you like people like you need to be vocal about it because there's people on the complete other side yeah and like most white people don't think about it because like oh i don't see the big deal but that's because there's white people in every band we played a gig last night and and our band was the only band that had the most amount of white boys in it and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like that yeah. was like a kind of a cool yeah, thing it was, a cool it was like, yeah, pretty cool it was like cool feeling i didn't say anything about it like while we were playing or whatever but it hit me at one point i was like wow all right i'm okay with that though yeah you know? what band did you play with we played with uh, Junkanoo, uh, uh, Picnic, and Blushed. Yeah, right it was on. Picnic's release show, and then Blushed, my friends out in Philadelphia, uh, came up for a show. So yeah, it was a lot of fun though. Yeah, yeah. and crazy. even the audience, like the people that were there, like that was like the nice, like, yeah, the most. You mixed. at one point I looked even... around and said like, "Oh wow, there's this there's is the least amount of, of white men I've seen in New Brunswick in years." Yeah. It yeah. was like. That felt really. I was like really happy. I used to put the call. I'm like I push. I'm like hi, hi, hi. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> look. At one point, yeah. yeah. It's it's working. <laughs> yeah, and you want it to feel natural. You don't want it to feel like yeah, someone's like there for token thing. reasons. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, we hit our chat, but you know, it's that's still... like a, that's like a thing that I always battle with in my head sometimes. Where if we get asked for things, it's like I don't know if that's because you like my band. And we've had this discussion before too. <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think we're all on opposite ends of this. Not opposite, but we're all trying to figure out whether it's like. Do you like me because I'm not white or because, like, my band's cool? I don't know. But that's why, like, if we get asked to play a show, we're like, oh, who's on the bill? And if there's not at least some other marginalized act or something on it, we're more than likely to pass on it, yeah. unfortunately. Like, we love to play as much as we can, um, and we appreciate anybody that asks us to play anything, but this is, like, an important thing that I think uh, we should start. Just a, just a, just a, just okay. a point. 
uh, if you're listening, please stop booking us on Fridays. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> we decided. Yeah. We decided we're going to try and cut down on Fridays. Because <laughs> we all work, work on Friday, <laughs> and we all do things on Friday. It's like any other weekday. We just want to go home and sleep. Yeah, I I, I, uh, <laughs> I closed my work at, like, 3 a.m., and then yesterday before the gig, I went into work at, like, 10 and then stayed there till like seven. And I went. We played the gig, and I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm just gonna leave. It's yeah. it's yeah. unfortunate that it puts us yeah. in that mind space, but like that's what happens when you don't have time for yourself, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just... I felt a little off last night. The gig was incredibly fun. Yeah, everybody was everything very was nice. Per- yeah. Everything was perfect. It was just that I think for me personally, I found myself like kind of slumped. Yeah, I mean, in, for for me yesterday, like I couldn't socialize because. I was so, like, just melted in my brain that, like, if I tried to form a sentence to you, I was either going to sound mean or it just wasn't going to make sense. Yeah. So it's better for me. You don't really need that at the show either, you know? No, exactly. You don't (laughs) need that kind of... That's why we're cutting back on Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the challenge. I I went to show last night, and, like, by 11.15, I was feeling it, and I was like, oh, fuck, like... It's so funny you say that because I feel like yeah. I, anytime it goes past eleven, I'm like, oh well. <laughs> well, they started they started at nine yesterday. Yeah, it started. That at was nine. oh, I hurt my heart. <laughs> no, because we don't. It does that doesn't need to happen. No, <laughs> you can have a show on my ten thirty or eleven on the dot. Like. In, in their defense, though, there weren't that many people when we were supposed to start to play. Okay. But I think I would have played. Yeah, gladly, I too. gladly, I would have went home early. We were under a different <laughs> band name. Yeah, that was the yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Too. We were billed as Assemble the Dragon. Why? <laughs> Just cause. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> told them to do that. Or? Radius claws. Radius, radius claws. claws. From from our uh, agents are on our ass. Yeah, all the I don't know if you know the Brothers Warner. Yeah, yeah they, they told us to. They're very strict about it. They said, "Hey, you gotta you got a sold out show at a very gentrified area of Brooklyn in two weeks. You gotta you can't be under Steve." Yeah. Uh, the exact words was, "If you're in sixty miles, you're gonna catch these hands." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was in a contract too, yeah. and written down. Handwritten, you could tell how mad they were. We saw his hands. His hands were scary. Yeah, absolutely (laughs) horrifying. There were brass knuckles that were never taken off. (laughs) Pretty sure he glued them on there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you are you playing somewhere where you had to deal with that or no? No. No. This is all made up. This is a bit. It, was no, just I, really it felt like a bit, but I it wasn't was sure. the worst. It bit. was a bit, but no, the funniest all. thing was that a lot of people didn't know, and I thought people yeah. knew the whole time. Because uh, okay. I would like post this bill and be like, "Hey, we're playing," <laughs> and nobody put it together that like that was what we were called. <laughs> Assemble for the, the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing that I really like about this band compared to any other band that I've ever been in is that we truly commit to the bit. Yeah, it is like we are. I've gotten Kyle to lick like so many gross floors. It's not not even funny. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. We have like this new thing where it's like if you say something stupid and somebody goes lick the floor, you have to lick the floor. But so far, I'm the only one well, that's licked li- the floor. So my my partner is convinced that I just like licking floors. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind I of like sub dom thing. Like, yeah, it's a weird fetish. thing, but I've licked uh, basement patio. Uh, a Brooklyn bar floor. Much yeah, more, yeah. Oh. Much more. I licked the floor there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's pretty I, good. As I respect it as somebody who appreciates shock comedy and bits. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's all we are in this place. Yeah. Bits. <laughs> Someone was showing me, uh, Zach Miller yesterday she was showing me footage of a band from Philly. I forget what they're called, but the drummer was getting a haircut during like the whole set. 
That's incredible. Yeah, like, and th- they did another set before where that? they're like a, a performance it. art, like rock band, and then um, they had another set where the drummer was just in the crowd watching the first half, and then like <laughs> a third into like the fourth song, he just starts playing like randomly. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that sounds amazing. Band. I've yeah. seen in a basement in Philadelphia, people take like uh, like the saws and just like start cutting their instruments in half. That was kind yeah. of weird. I, 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 <laughs> and then they kept them plugged in though, so all you heard was like the whole time. It's like a Philly thing, Philly art rock. Yeah, they're weirdos. Yeah, I, I played this show down in Baltimore with my old band. And this band called Cooking played, and the you whole... saw Cooking. Yeah, what did they do when you saw them? Uh, they uh, <laughs> fucking wait. Was that you that told me about that? Maybe I could have told you. Was something it the, about was it the band that fucking? They were throwing dice yeah, in the yeah, corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they would they plug their music in on an aux, and then it was like seven of them, and they just threw dice in the corner, in the furthest corner away from where anybody can see them, and that was their whole set for That's twenty sick. minutes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I love shit like that because it changes it up. You know? I, yeah, I appreciate things like that too. It push, pushes the boundary. It, you know, shit becomes so like normalized, and it's like, oh, play your set. So you have merch in the back. Mention your own Spotify. Like, yeah. it just all seems too much like formality. It's cool because sometimes. it's like then it's something else that somebody can talk about. Like I played with this group, you know, six months ago, and I'm still talking about it right now. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I remembered who they were. Yeah, that's that makes an impression. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what we try to do with Steve things too. But we don't really make bits, and we don't really talk when we play. Or we try to, but it just doesn't come out that well. <laughs> or at least I'll try and banter, and I'm awful at it. For like, I I've had to start making myself notes to be like, mention your band's name while you're playing. <laughs> and so it's on bad. your hand. You write it on your hand. And you yeah, go, I all right. Often write uh, things on my arm actually, one time, <laughs> one time, Kai wrote a list in, in our house. And Nikki's girlfriend came home and was like, what is this? Whose handwriting is this? Because Kyle has really nice handwriting. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. When I was a kid, my, my dad had my sister and I uh, work in these workbooks before we were even in kindergarten and, like, draw, write out, like, letters and numbers. And he taught us how to write in scripts yeah. all before it's actually, kindergarten. I, I just want to say, uh, your handwriting literally blows my mind because my whole entire life I've had, like, the worst handwriting. And I don't under... Because, like... Other people I've talked to, they have, like, kind of shitty handwriting, and it's like, oh, dude, it's cool, it's chicken scratch, everyone's got it, and then I meet people like you, and then it's just like, holy shit, you go, well, like, bless my dad for being, like, my dad, he's a great man, he's, I love my dad, absolutely, and, like, that was something that he felt was important to teach us at a young age, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was cool, though. Now everything is typed out. Yeah, head. honestly, though, yeah, it makes it so much that, easier. But that's what makes it even cooler. No, that's why yeah, <laughs> it's like a lost story. It's like analog typing. Oh, yeah. My handwriting sucks ass, also. I'm trying to look for. Ah, that's actually not That's bad. nice. Yeah, that's pretty good handwriting. I'm lefty, so like. Whiteboard I, handwriting. I, I so, <laughs> Joe, Joe just referenced the whiteboard in case anyone's listening. At oh, this yeah, point. yeah. And uh, whiteboard handwriting is, is marginally difficult compared to writing down I yeah it's different different angle different angle absolutely <laughs> yeah. yes much like how chalkboard writing i'm chalkboard bad at chalk chalkboards are the worst thing on the planet yeah i i there's really? A, I'm against there's the chalkboard. A, there's, yeah, there's a... The uh, worst? At the, yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, at the, at the worst the, thing at, in the world. It's 100% the worst thing in the world. 
Well, for me at least. I guess for me at least. I'll t- I'll take Look, that. Look, the chocolate dries out your hands. Listen, you gotta get the lotion. You gotta. Get I'm the a bartender. Holder. The draft list is a chalkboard. It's really tall. I have awful <laughs> handwriting. I have to stand on the kegs to write it. And you're writing at fucking. It's like literally you can't even like angle it down. So you have to like write it like that because you got the taps in front of you. And chalkboards like the resistance with chalk to, against the chalkboard horrible. It's you know, it's weird friction too. Extremely it? tough. I can't wait corner. for people to relate to the stories. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's gonna listen to this and has to write on a chalkboard with tap handles in front of them is gonna be like, all right. There's three people out there. Like if you agree with chalkboards, we yeah, don't tra- like chalkboards. We love Wednesdays though. Wednesdays yeah, well, have been our day recently. Wednesdays, great smart boards. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's what's wait? What are we like? Wednesdays the day of the week, and yeah. also good smart things happen boards. for us. Yeah. Uh, and also yeah. the show Storage Wars Northeast, Northeast. something. Great, great North. Uh, great, great, great Northeast. They're allowed North. to say they're allowed to say yeah. the fuck word. It's cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it's Canadian. Or at least on Netflix. Uh, it, no, it's Canadian. You can say fuck in Canada. Really? Is yeah. that true? Yes, That's it is. Cool. But politely, you got to say politely. Yeah. You, go. you have to say nice. fuck. Fuck me. Apologies to all the Canadians who just hurt. I, I use a whiteboard in school, and I have a bit when the marker's out. I just throw it across. Oh, right, the you're room. in charge of the youth. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I well, like, I have all these shitty markers I buy mm-hmm. for a dollar, and they all go out in like two weeks. And then, like, whenever they're done, I just throw it, and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" And I just, you know, how's it make you feel that like kids are talking about that to their parents? <laughs> like, not <laughs> like in a bad way, but like they're going home and they're just like. Scout just threw a, threw a pen across the room. Like, <laughs> like, that's like kind of a cool thing, I think. Yeah, it's fun. I would talk about the weird mm. shit my teachers did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're young. They're third, fourth, fifth grade. So it's okay. like, but at some of them definitely talk shit or talk about. Oh, it's yeah. cool to have teachers like that, though, man. You gotta, I like, you I gotta. Like, yeah. Uh, I had a uh, I had an algebra teacher in high school, Mr. Rublevsky, also known as Dubs, uh, and he opened. <laughs> He opened the whole class with the first day with the uh, the first day of school. We walk in and YouTube is up and we all sit down and he's like, "Yo, check this out!" And it's a fucking hate read video. And he plays the hate read video and pauses it. And there's just like this big sweaty dude like screaming because it was like a live thing. He's like, "That's me." I'm not gonna take your shit. And then, like, and, wow, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. I will mosh on your fucking head yeah, and yeah, fuck dude. with me. Oh, that's actually really cool. yeah. <laughs> Also, he failed me, but that's cool. He was taking your shit, dude. Yeah, but that you was the time fuck with him after that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. That was also my. Uh, I I I was like a. I was a very 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 seen kid. Uh, in like uh, middle yes, school, I've high school. Photos. Yeah, there's a lot of photos. Most visible. Yeah. Very, <laughs> I don't even want to get into it, but uh, I didn't know who hate breed was because I was like yeah Devil Wears Prada Under Oath see like people make fun of that sometimes but I think that's like a very formative part of your life yeah no that I mean uh, I think it is silly, absolutely, because like we all like look back at ourselves and we're like, ah, well, well, we look so actually, silly. most things don't age well. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll be exactly. completely honest with you though. Uh, I'll still say that Under Oath is my favorite band, <laughs> be- oh, strictly because that was the band that taught me to not listen to uh their message but to interpret their message into what i want it to be sure i'm not a religious person and everybody knows so that we under like oath. under oath too we like under oath smart boards and wednesdays and, and, and yeah keep a list yeah. but yeah no that i think that band was really important for me because like they talked about like finding god in their music like all the time and i was like that's stupid like i don't want that like i don't you believe don't in like that god. yeah there you go, I, there you well, go. No, uh, catholicism was like shoved down my throat when i was a kid so sure, like sure. 
Um, well, you interpret your own way. Yeah, exactly. That and, was a lot of yeah, and with I, I think without having that, I wouldn't be into most of the music that I'm into today. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big thing too. I agree with that. Uh, every now and then, I'll revisit because Spotify is absolutely beautiful in the aspect that you could look up whatever album from your childhood yeah. and pull it up, and I think that's incredible. So every now and then, I'll put on like the like the worst, not the worst, but music that I listened to when I was what, in high school. What did you listen to when you were in high school? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um, jun- junior year, I discovered Attack Attack, and I still think they're really sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, really? Oh, dude, I found Attack Attack in like eighth grade. I remember yeah, right. I saw that stickly stickly video with them doing like the crab core. I was like, damn, they look sick. You bro. know what's so funny though is that like I was aware of like Brace War in high school. Like I knew like bands like oh, that. So and- no, but it wasn't even. I didn't even think anything. They other- played a log cabin in Tom's River. See, that's the thing. <laughs> when I was in high school, yeah, when I was yeah. in high school, they they would do like they would be around, but I never because again it all comes back to i feel representation because the young bands that were putting out heavy music like young like as in you know maybe 20s or so like yeah. a little closer to my age at the time was just like uh like like attack attack and like all these weird metalcore bands and shit like that and it was just like oh okay i like this but i always liked heavy music yeah. and then motown that was also very <laughs> a weird part yeah. there's a lot of steep songs that are just uh not ripoffs of motown but they 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 use it's a there. lot of the similar it's there chord progressions for sure nice which is yeah. very subtle <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't notice it which i think is cool but yeah love motown <laughs> what's, what's up with the new the steve album uh it's called the fondues and the fondotes it's that's a, that's exclusive that's sick <laughs> i made that pun once actually well, did you really one time i was at a party and there was a fondue fountain and i tried to put like a cheeseburger in it and then i said that's a fondant oh. 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 Uh, actually uh, yeah. i like that a lot <laughs> this, wait you have you put a cheeseburger into cheese no, it was attention? chocolate. It was chocolate. Oh, yeah. See, that's <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah. Fondone. Yeah, we actually, uh, we also kind of stole this from some random person in Philly. We were we played a show with uh, my friends in perspective, a lovely hand to hold, like right on. a year or two ago. Um, Wait, really? That's yeah. That's where we about? got. Yeah. And then oh, we were, right. We were talking. We were, yeah, outside, we were, yes. we were in the back. Oh, yeah. We were in like the corner, just being fucking cool guys, not talking to anybody but ourselves. And we heard this kid, and he said the fondues and the fondones, and I clearly remember. Eric and Kyle were like popped up and I looked and I was like we're gonna use that as our record name <laughs> yeah. and here Shout we are to that yeah. kid yeah. whatever happened to that kid who knows <laughs> but yeah it's uh Fondue's and the Fondance it's 8 tracks it clocks in at like a 12 minutes or under 12 12 I think I would say, I would go for 12 I would say 12 for now Sick. so yeah yeah um, 7 inch uh, cheese splatter vinyl yeah 7 inch uh, <laughs> it would fit great on a 7 inch cause uh you know that's a 14 minute time limit I looked it up uh yeah. <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. You did it with Max, right? Yes, yeah, he did it with Roush. Great. He did Max a great Roush. job. Great job. Yeah, Incredible. I, uh, engineered by Max Roush and then mastered the, by man. Rachel Leitner of Nervous Dater. And uh, I think we had a Produced really, by who? Produced by Nikki. That's right. Uh, and then Nikki ended up joining. You joined the band, yeah. Cause we, uh, <laughs> mid, mid, mid-recording or mid-production of it, basically, because Zach and I went up uh, two weekends Right? It was two weekends, I think, or we two went weekends. up twice at least. We weekends. went up to uh, Clifton, New Jersey, where Max recorded at the time. The space. Or, yeah. Right, yeah. I think he still records there, but he's trying to move he into moved, his house. He moved a little bit into his house. Because yeah. we, uh, a ska band I started, we did a, 10 songs with him, and like we did most of it at the space, and at the end, we did vocals at a How new place. How weird is that space? Real, 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love it. It's we have friends like that have been playing. I love it. Like a vibe too. It has the vibe. I, I, I went to a show the there like six years ago. They've had it for so long, so I have like sentimental value. Yeah, yeah. But it's I like, love. It's weird. I love the the old soda and blunt wrap smell of that. Place. Yeah, 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 exactly. When do you get that feeling yeah. anymore? And then you like, leave, never. and then you kind of experience like the fresh air of Clifton, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, whoa, okay. And then you go back in, and and it puts you in this mindset where it's like time to work. But yeah, Max did. Uh, Max did our previous one. Uh, drunk at brunch and we tracked that in pretty much like two days i think almost or i think it was like a three-day operation but that was also only four songs but uh yeah no we're very much happy with the way that that max works and yeah he's with, awesome. like what he makes and what he could and all every suggestion that he ever has is just like pretty gold for us i yeah. think because it's nice to have that perspective and then the same thing with like nikki nikki came with us when we did brunch and uh and and it was just like nice to have an outsider's perspective to see like what they what they think about it and what they would like to put in it yeah i i also want to comment that whenever you're recording with roush that he is just so into whatever you're yeah, doing yeah for sure um when we were tracking uh drunk at brunch um we were, we were uh, recording uh the fucking music video fuego my ego and i clearly remember playing the breakdown while we're recording and I look over and Max just has like this like squinted up face like this giving me the devil horn just like yeah man like fucking yeah. rock that's my favorite thing he, yeah. he looks around and he's like he's because he's enjoying it the whole time yeah. he's like smiling jumping he's like you he's guys like, like it too right you guys I, like it too I it's feel like, like <laughs> I don't want to make any 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 this isn't even a harsh judgment of Max at all but I don't want to make a judgment but I think whoa big Canceled. sound yeah <laughs> I think he I think Max genuinely loves what he does. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so cool. cool. It's like kind of like cool to like run of course it's a job. Like, you know, and he does it probably more than anybody else that I know that records in that kind of uh way where it's yeah. almost like uh where it's like, yeah, just hit me up whenever. Yeah, like super that. flexible, like yeah, very, very much for yeah, budget. Yes. Like, Zach made me waste a Saturday to do an acoustic song on the record. That, yeah, that was the other part. So so once we had uh, we had my day. guitar. It was a great day. <laughs> great day. <laughs> but going into it, being told, hey, we're going to record a song about a specific food item all day. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool that we had the. It was it was uh, Zach and I went up to track drums and guitar. That we tracked uh, bass, and then Eric came up again. And then after that, we were just like, oh, this needs something else. And then Nikki uh, was like, hey, I, I have all these sick riffs that I can throw over on these tracks. And then we went back to, but this time we went to his house. And can, can we can went. we talk about, can we talk about the conversation me and Absolutely. About this? Oh my God, it was amazing. It's like <laughs> two in the morning and I just got back from work and I'm like sitting in the kitchen and Nikki's, Nikki just like walks in and he's just like, all right. Well, because you're, you're iffy about the record. You're iffy yeah, about that's it. True. So this is previously. I wasn't just walking in and being like, "Hey, yeah, that's put true. me on this." Well, no, because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, full disclosure. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that happened. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, well, no, when we first got before Nikki was in the in, uh, we got the tracks back. All the songs sounded great. I wasn't like, I just felt like there was like there was something missing. Like it, it felt like a little hollow. And I just thought maybe if, like, we threw some just, like, you know, auxiliary fucking keyboards or just, like, some, like, uh, under tracks or whatever, just to make it sound thicker. Um, and we tried that. Our yeah, friend, Our we friend did. Joe Vic came up, and he, he really did lay down some cool tracks, but it was something that we felt didn't 
necessarily fit. Wasn't yeah. the right vibe. But it was it was great, and yeah. we appreciate Joe for doing that for sure, and like taking time out of his day to come up and do that. Yeah. But, so uh, ultimately, though, I don't think it made, it didn't make the cut. Yeah, it didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't. Well, it just Maybe next it didn't. One. It Maybe didn't. Next one. I, I just don't think that we told Joe how to actually attack the track, and Joe just did his own thing. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think that's a good way to go about it. Um, but, but, but anywho, yeah, anywho. so anyway, so like I'm sitting there and I'm like stressing about the record and like Nikki just walks in and he's just like, all right, so when are, when are you just going to let me in, Steve? <laughs> and I was just like, you want to be in the band? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I messaged the group and then everybody the next day was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good to me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm usually there. Like, but also, <laughs> yeah. the, the, I think the reason why that popped up in your head is because we had a show booked at, at uh, it was like a Rutgers event on the Livingston campus in like one of those big halls hmm. or whatever, which is yeah. pretty cool. And uh, uh, Chris Farron was playing, and I know that Nikki really likes Chris Farron, so I just said, I said to him, I was like, no hey, shame. do you want to come up on stage and just make a lot of noise? So the idea was that he would just stand there, hold his guitar, turn every dirt pedal up, hold it up to the amp, and it would just feed back the whole time <laughs> and just make obnoxious sounds the entire time. Yeah. And then after that, it was just like, hey, why don't you just like play some of the songs with us? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely worked out for the better because like now that I feel like we have Nikki in the band, it's really cool because like Kyle pretty much does almost everything for this band. Uh, no, you pre- no, you pretty much <laughs> do no, no, you pretty you, good, you yeah, deserve know, the credit. Yeah, dude. I know. I make the shirts. I schedule. You do a lot everything, of stuff, and uh, and like. <laughs> For me, I'm I'm a lazy piece of shit. I work 40 <laughs> hours a week, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> and it's just nice that, I mean, because I, I care, but Kyle definitely does everything way more better than I do. I also live alone. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to get at, it's like it's cool that I have that we have Nikki now, because Nikki really fucking cares. And it's like, and so now it's like we have two people who really know what they're doing going out at about it like the right way yeah. and like for me personally and this might sound a little like mean or, or like conceited or whatever but like i know for a fact that i cannot talk in the group chat for days at a time and shit's still getting done and now it's not solely on Kyle. And I mean, it's unfair for me to just like be like, oh, yeah, but that's everything. okay though. That's all right. Cause I take, I, I, I find that I will take, uh, I'll take the initiative on most things. You'll gravitate anyway. towards doing it. Like, anyway. yeah. Cause yeah, it's yeah. like, cause again, like really though, living alone puts you in this weird mind space where it's just like, I can I just do everything that I can do right yeah. now. And, and that's like, yeah. and it's, it's good and bad, Yeah, but I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, coming from like me doing Sems, uh, that was the thing, and too. like yeah. d- doing everything. Uh, I saw Kyle doing a lot. It's and- the weird thing that happened though is that like so when then when we did when we had everything crew, it was like you were always doing that, and I was always doing Steve. And yeah. then Finally, we somehow combined it so, into doing. And then like we basically tag team every responsibility. Literally, yeah. And for, it's like we've been, nice. Uh, we've been cold emailing so many record labels in the past two weeks, and we got together at one. point point and zach was there too and we just wrote out a whole big email and we were like what sounds good what sounds good because it's, it's a, like it's yeah. a good email it's a hard it's, <laughs> a, it's like a hard thing to hit up like all these labels whether they're like you know small diy things based in west massachusetts or if you're hitting up the big guys out in cali or whatever it's a yeah. hard thing to to write an email and like and tailor it so it's not a cookie cutter that's, yeah so that's not what do we say what do we yeah, yeah. Like so me and kyle because kyle lives in philly we'll be on the phone and be like ah oh, that word we got to change that one <laughs> Word. Yeah, we have a Google Doc. 
and we like to uh, so for for uh, well, admittingly for some of the higher level labels that we don't think that we'll get on that are just reaches, we'll try to like make a very general kind of thing where it's just like, hey, like let's just shoot this out, see if yeah. you're interested. Yeah, because everything that you need to know about us is in there. Uh, but then there's other labels that are more DIY. And it's sort of, uh, you know, like you, I mean, you run your own shit too. It's like you would want a more personal connection, I feel, for with sure. people. Something, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. For me, because I, I occasionally get solicited by bands and like when they, when they start name dropping and like, like citing like different review sites, I'm like, I don't care about this at all. Like, yeah. let me hear the band first. And if I like it, then I'll like look into it. And yeah. you can tell, like, I can gauge off social media or just like the band page or whatever, like who's actually engaged with it. You could have 10,000 Instagram followers and like 90 likes on a thing because you buy fake followers and yeah. shit. So yeah. it, it just gets Oh weird. yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's gross. It's real gross. That is a weird thing. And again, I'm barely a record label. Like I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I just put records out that I like. Mm-hmm. Like, I, And that's that, That's like a lot of the time. So a lot of the labels in, within the DIY realm that we were contacting were kind of like that where it's just like oh we like the way this sounds we like the way that these people are doing things like that's awesome so then we would try and figure out ways that we could like uh throw in a sentence like hey like we we appreciate your label because of like xyz reasons especially they have like the same values that we have yeah and that's another important thing too it's like we don't want to be stuck on like uh on you know we don't we're not entirely sure if we're gonna have anything honestly i just want somebody to make our vinyl for us so just just cheese splatter we'll settle for seven inch like that's yeah parmesan variant yes honestly that's kind of all i really wanted that's it i mean of course i want to play shows and everything but I do would I would very much enjoy the flex of pulling out records in sure. front of like other bands because yeah. I'm an asshole. No, but that's like <laughs> that's mostly what bands want. That, that's literally all I do for bands. I mean, I help book shows and tours and like print shirts shit and shit too. But like, I don't know how to. I'm not going to email a publicist and say, "Hey, I'll give you five hundred dollars to make these people look important to yeah. impress other people." Yeah. Like, it just gets gross to me at some point, and I know it shouldn't completely because if I were to treat this as a business, in quotes, like. I would kind of take some of that stuff seriously. I've just never brought myself to do it. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think that. that's important though because that has soul behind your like label. Though. Oh, that has soul behind your label. Like, guess, guess right into that microphone. That. Sorry, right in that microphone. I'm just, <laughs> I'm shot. Um, no, you're good. No, but that shit, that shit's important because like people, like people, just like a lot of people just want money from you and people just want things from you. So when like it's cool to hear somebody like oh, I just do what I like to do, you know, yeah. that shit's yeah. important. It's yeah. I mean, it's just DIY. It's a DIY thing, and I'm there's probably ways I could do things better, and I'm like slowly figuring it out. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. though. I mean, it's yeah, it's a learning. Isn't process. that adulthood though? Is just figuring out how to do everything. Yeah, well, that's what we're really here to talk. You know about. Yeah. We're here to talk about growing up. Old. <laughs> All right, let's talk about 401ks. <laughs> right. I still don't know what that means, dude. You know yeah, me neither. Actually, <laughs> that was the joke. I was well, actually me. hoping you guys could tell me what a 401k was. It's a retirement program that's uh, through your employer. And uh, we're here to talk about CD. CDs, certificates of deposits. CDs, like those ones in that box Yes, right yes, there? yes, yes. Okay, CDs. sick, like those compilations. Yeah. If CDs. you leave those CDs in that box for X amount of years, it'll drive, uh, generate interest. It's oh, low so risk, <laughs> low risk. Tip. Low risk, in, uh, yeah, low risk, but not the best interest rates. You're going to want to go with a reliable credit union. I'm, I'm more of a high risk kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. High risk yeah, investments high risk. or gambling. 
I like gambling. Right. <laughs> I like gambling. Too. Actually, I'm trying. I'm trying to go to. I'm trying to go to Atlantic City and hit those nickel slots. Soon. No, I want to go to Sugar Hill, Hill as well. Yeah, yeah. a real greasy night. We yeah, that's all. Sugar yeah. Hill oh in, uh, in, in Philly. We used to live down the street, and we were gonna go for your 21st, and never did. Yeah, never did it. <laughs> I had like $700 saved up that I was just gonna blow at a casino. <laughs> it's like a really small. It's smaller than like a JC Penney's at like a East Brunswick Mall. Yeah, like. it's <laughs> yeah, it's like the coals of the yeah. <laughs> of the, of the shopping that center. Rules. <laughs> Shout out Coles. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> you, did ha- you did house shows for a while, too. We should talk about that. Yeah, we, we all did, actually. Uh, Zach had Flavortown. Uh, Kai oh, Kai lived with me in Philly doing the house there. And then also you lived with and me at Nana the uh, too, Nanner yeah. Manor during that period before yeah. the banana stand. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then also before that, I was doing, like, Knights of Columbus when I was 17 years old. Yeah, because yeah. I think, uh, like, Marlonisha played one in Forked River. Yes. Yeah, that was the first time I met you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's, so the, the, that's the town <laughs> I actually learned about DIY. My friend Albert, uh, he, he threw shows in his garage, like a one-car garage, and we had, like, crazy, crazy bands play there. Like, they're not cool, but, like, Men Overboard and, like, Crucial Dudes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I they're like those cool. people. Crucial Dudes is cool. I know, they're, they're great yeah, friends. Yeah. And the, we were all 17 just figuring it out and like playing in a garage like 110 degrees like and that was like the best time and I was like oh how do I continue this and then I learned about like New Brunswick and stuff and did you go to Rutgers solely for the solely. house shows? I was living in Tampa at the time uh-huh. uh, I was going to school there because my mom's like you gotta go to school and I was like nah I'm a musician mom I'm at 17 I know what I want you know when you're 17 and an idiot yeah you, know when you, when you think you know everything yeah <laughs> Uh, so then I was like, yeah, I'm trying to go party for a year in Tampa. And then I was like, ah, shit, I'm paying for this. Okay, let me go to school. But actually, let me go to school for basement shows. And then, yeah, yeah. But my first, yeah, my first day there, my first day of the lease, I had uh, Avery, uh, Avali come from uh, Massachusetts to play our house. And we didn't have any furniture. <laughs> like, I was just so about it. And uh, yeah, we did that from 2013 till 2016, 17 in Brunswick. And then yeah, we did two, two different yeah. spots. Right? Two different spots, but it's on the same street. Yeah. 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 Those shows were fun. Yeah, it was it was it's definitely a learning process uh, about like uh, things that that we bring up now, like uh, inclusiveness and, and everything. And we like Kyle definitely opened my eyes and and, and helped me out as well. Uh, yeah, I'm really loud. Very loud. <laughs> <laughs> and if you live in a in a in an attic with Kyle, you'll hear him enough. You go, okay, yeah, okay. yeah I'm very loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was a, it was a lot of fun. We had touring acts from all over. We even had like. You posted it the other day. I forget about that. It happened. The MTV International the MTV thing. thing. Yeah, that exactly. was just dumb. That was like we're on our way out. <laughs> we had uh, there was there was like a well, you know, you know more about it than uh, I. They do. they hit me up because uh, unfortunately there was a couple articles that went out about that's before everything got shut down about like the di yeah, about brunswick. diy brunswick has an awesome basement scene yeah, that everyone like, needs to know about yeah, yeah. there's even cops there's yeah. yeah there's there's a there's some kind of article that goes up every six months so, about that. so <laughs> we were we were in one and then like someone from tv is like hey we want to come film like a college themed food show at your house called the brothers green and i'm like that sounds Shout funny those guys <laughs> they were re- they're the worst on camera but really oh chill very nice afterwards but they had to play it up they, like they were on mtv so they were like like you gotta be like that so not only unfortunately yeah, yeah, but true. like otherwise they were very nice very nice they, guys. they took all my food from the fridge yes and they so they can make the food they didn't bring their own stuff oh, okay. so that was so lame. like the show like they yeah use your fridge they and... used my i don't know if it's a part of the show yeah I think there was we budgets. didn't watch any other episodes after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so they were like so they were talking to me and be like, 
so man, like, you have parties here downstairs, and like, you must get a lot of girls, don't you? And I'm like, well, it's actually about the art and people expressing themselves. And they cut that, and, though, and, didn't and they? I, they cut all that. I used the war. I know what I was doing. I was making the worst sound bites possible. They couldn't use that question. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, it's really about art and inclusiveness and blah blah blah. And then they're like, yeah, but you must like party though. I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> I don't get that drunk at these shows because uh, I gotta run the sound and I gotta make sure everybody feels comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is my house. I pay to live here. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, please don't steal my gear. It's all in the basement. But yeah, it was it was it was definitely fun and uh, we. They centered around uh, the Vaughns, and at that time, I was really, uh, we were really close friends with them, and still are, but like you know, at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I was there, like, why aren't you, you know, being the center center artist? I'm like, it's not about me. I'm already having it in my house. Like, I'm not gonna throw myself on this show that was already booked because I want to be on MTV <laughs> International. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very weird though, because there were a bunch of signs all around the house that were like, "You're being filmed." You're it being... felt very Big Brother for a minute, as like, if there wasn't seven face. camera people like going like this on your yeah. face. The whole and then time. there were things that were like, uh, "If you want to sign a waiver to get out of it, you can." Things like that. There was also a moment where you kept introducing people on camera, and then afterwards they, they would turn the camera away, and then the, like people would run up with with waivers. little waivers and be like, yeah. "Hey, uh, we got it. You got to sign." Uh, <laughs> Being a video person, I know how to be annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and once I saw the vibe they were trying to do, I was like, okay, how do I sabotage this? <laughs> Any possible hurdle you can yeah. break. Anyway. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was really cool. I have one speaking line on MTV. It nice. was uh, so they took us to a diner. They took us to a diner the same day, which like had like this big giant hamburger, twenty-five pound hamburger. Yeah, like a twenty-five. What diner around here? Cliff? Clinton. Clinton. Clinton oh, diner. Okay, I think yeah. something like that. Like cr- Clinton Rail House. It was something. They it brought was, it out like Paul Bear style. Yeah, too. they had very. <laughs> good good food uh but their like claim to fame was that they can make this big burger it was obnoxiously oh. large i don't think they actually served that regularly and they insane. they asked me to bring all my friends right yes uh, so they asked me to bring all my friends so i brought like uh, at least 10 people yeah right uh all different people you brought sims and, and then uh like some other yeah people. and then they picked only me and then kyle's partner at the time to sit with the vons at the table and then all my friends were at the ugly table we're in the, the back. Ugly kids, yeah. And I was like, you, you embarrass me. Like, that's all my friends. I'm like, you're going to be on camera. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's like, no, they are not worthy yeah, enough. And I was like, we were at the ugly table. And, we and they didn't even give you all food. It. So, like, I would take things. I would step up in the middle of production, grab food, like, set the vegetarians. So I was like, getting him all the non meat stuff and throwing it to the table. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> TV, it's gross. Other MTV. than that, MTV. Hey, we're thank you so credit, much. Good credit. You thank should you. tell the labels. I got a line on MTV. Yeah, <laughs> I have one line on MTV. And uh, have an accolade. They called me the scene master. Yeah, Nikki has a has a quick uh, lower nice third. Little, yeah, nice little lower third, <laughs> little arrow going in. Scene master. <laughs> that's sick. pretty cool. Uh, the the funniest part though, I think about that whole shoot was that they were doing a scene where they were like, "All right, we need as many people in the living room. They're gonna shotgun beers," and then like they popped the holes early and then covered it with tape, and then they were like just go like that. And I remember I was screaming. Uh, uh, Joe Zorzi from Mod Chem was there. From Modern Chemistry was there, and I was just screaming Joe Zorzi's name in the middle of that the whole time. <laughs> and and that's... they couldn't use that footage at all. <laughs> and then we kept doing that outside and they go Joe Zorzi's still here <laughs> we were big awesome. fans yeah. of Joe Zorzi too so to, store, to talk maybe. about it yeah basement shows it was a lot of fun to throw them yeah. <laughs> you, you guys had all done them too even Wait, Eric yeah. Eric too yeah, Eric did Eric Plum did Street, uh, yeah Eric had a house on Plum Street that is the screenshot of the uh, scene, scene master, master. <laughs> yeah we'll put that up on the website which is a great one and then Zach did shows at at Flavortown yeah that was a fucking mess I don't think it was a mess though because you still had like you had we always booked 
friends and anybody that pretty much hit us up because the big thing in DIY is like making connections but sure, we don't yeah. you don't really think about it like that like it absolutely is a thing that you are trying to do but if you could genuinely have good conversations with people from other states that's I think that's like the most beautiful moment I always yeah. say I'm gonna do and DIY being, until and, I stop meeting new people that yeah. I want to talk to yeah. and know? being able to like we were tour centered like every show had a touring act for the yeah. most part yeah um, and was that where I saw like Steve play with Prince Daddy and Cali Cousins. Oh, that, that was, was Edge Mike's house. That was Edge Mike's oh, mansion. That was a good that show was, too. Uh, cool. A very weird show. It was like uh, it was like like a January second yeah, <laughs> or yeah. something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, but we we just had like. We, we have a, a, a lot of space. The second floor was usually used for people on the, for floor, house, the first yes. floor yeah. so they could have like sleeping bags and couches and Same stuff. Same thing with yeah. Eric. Eric had plenty Eric. of space. They had, had a duplex. I, they could sleep wherever. Yeah, we had like three couches. A you had the whole bed. living room. Yeah, yeah, we had a whole because living room. Because we all we And all my toured. basement was really big too and we had like brand new mattresses downstairs so you could like sleep in the basement. Yeah, we, we know we know experiences from touring like sometimes yeah. we don't have the best and accommodations. Honestly, like, and I've slept in a rocking chair yeah. on tour. Some of my like most precious memories within music or is like i didn't even like play a show or i didn't have a show at my house but like my friend's friend from like a different state sent this band over and then you just get to meet these random people who are like doing stuff and then you create friendships with people you would never meet yeah ever. otherwise outside yeah. of diy you know like, and like it's true and like Everybody has a cool story, in my opinion. Everyone's got so at least one cool thing to say, so it's like very broadening when you don't know these people and they say something, and you're like, "That's fucking awesome, dude!" You yeah. know? Yeah, I I genuinely do enjoy like I as much as I uh, I try to avoid talking to people sometimes uh, at shows or whatever but you know every now and then i get in the mood to talk to somebody and it's always like typically it's always a good time i yeah. would say yeah you, you get some shitheads every and now you also, and then you also get, you also like, get can't let that bother you you also get a lot of like different perspectives uh i used to be in this band called uh, the great depression and we played the show i i uh, can't i literally can't remember their name it's something with a whirlwind that's it's like something like that and they're they're like a jazz grindcore band from thailand and it was a white dude and uh like a taiwanese dude and they slept at my house because they didn't have anywhere to go because they played at p lost but the person didn't want them like sleeping there or whatever um so we they came back to my house and just hearing some of the stories about just like living in a completely different like culture completely different country was like really cool to me because it's just like everybody else is pretty much just like a dude from like upstate new york or maybe like florida sure. or something and then like yeah. you meet these people who like some they don't like they don't have some of the things that we have and we don't have some of the things that they have and it's just like cool to like it's like eye-opening yeah and like i would have never had that experience yeah when would you get a chance to talk yeah, to someone exactly yeah in that context even nowadays though i feel like a lot of our friends are, are aren't even in the state of new jersey no. <laughs> at this point we have a lot of friends in new yeah. york you're not even in new jersey i'm not even <laughs> in new jersey yeah, yeah. But we have a lot of friends out in new york and that was like a beautiful thing too uh and then again though it's like then you meet people and then like so for instance uh the, uh, uh rachel leitner who mastered our, our our new record uh we met her because uh Sims was playing. played a show in brooklyn uh suburbia in suburbia yes and uh beautiful space not very nice anymore but very it, nice it was a cool spot but yeah and then like we, i was like talking to some of them afterwards and then connected phone numbers or whatever and i was like hey if you ever want to i was living in new brunswick we were at delafield at the time and i was like if you ever want to come to new brunswick just text me and they did 
And then they came by, and then they slept over, and then it was a great time. And now we're, like, best friends. And now we're really good friends. Like, we go there, and then we hang out their shows, they hang out our shows, like... and sometimes it doesn't even have to be be shows, necessarily. We just go to Archie's and get some pizza. Yeah, we get some pizza, which is also (laughs) beautiful. Anytime they're out in Philadelphia, I go see them. (laughs) And then from that, it branches out from there. So, like, in a place like New York, which, like, is historically i feel was always a really hard place to get booked at sure for a while because if you didn't know the right people you wouldn't get booked at the good spots yeah quote, good spots like places that would would pay out or you know that would places pay. with crowds instead yeah, of playing in, in times square yeah, or yeah. something and then, like, yeah. and then instead of like opening at like uh like the bowery electric or whatever which yeah. like is a cool spot i'm not saying anything bad why'd about you look that. at me but you know <laughs> why'd you look at me <laughs> but you know what i mean though it's like you know it's new york is is money it's money to get in because yeah. you're paying a toll yeah several tolls to get in on top of the gas so it's like you didn't want to go to new york unless you were gonna get paid and now we're only playing new york almost that's cool which is yeah. cool yeah new york can be tricky you gotta know the the pockets to hit cause yeah like people like touring bands from other places will think yeah we want to play in manhattan because there's like millions of people there yeah so there's also millions but that of means that there's millions of things to do exactly <laughs> yeah yep. that's yep. that's why when we we toured our best spots that we toured was like I would call them C markets where there's no music, but like those kids are like, what a live rock band. And then like they all buy your merch oh, and they awesome. get yeah. super excited. They go, well, we could write down your band camp link and yeah. everything. And That's you go, like a lot oh. of kids out in central PA. I say kids lovingly. I don't mean it like they're like lesser than yeah. me. I just say kids, but you know, they're uh, in central PA, like Bumblefuck PA. There's these kids that make this house called bird house in Shippensburg. And that's like the only house that has shows there pretty much. I think there's another space maybe, but that's one of the only places and they have, and Pennsylvania is huge. Yeah. So people will drive an hour to go to a show. That rules. Yeah. Or, or like <laughs> Somerset, or Somerset, Kentucky. Like they had the most incredible venues, like all like highlighted, like Star Wars, like glow in the dark stuff on the walls. They bought us like a bunch of pizzas and like, like chicken wings for the people you meet. And like every, and then every kid bought merch. And then one kid's like, I have no money. I'm like, I don't care. We just, Take it. Like, yeah. you all were so attentive and, like, dancing and didn't even know us. Living yeah. in Philadelphia taught me that a lot of people don't go to shows that often yeah. because there's maybe five, and that's only in West Philly. <laughs> and then, like, I'm going go, on a night. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and then all of a sudden you, like, look down in South Philly events, and there's, like, three. <laughs> and you yeah. go to North Philly, there's seven. You know, like, it's just people so People all move from other places, like other scenes to go to Philly, and then they're kind of jaded by the point they get there and they're like, oh, I don't want to go to a basement and watch a new band. I'm yeah. going to go watch the hype band. Yeah, you know? honestly. Yeah. And that kind of happened to me, unfortunately, in that, a way. That happens to a lot of people who move to Philly and then move back to New Jersey. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. I've definitely, um, I don't know. It's hard when there's a, a bunch of shows to go to, for sure. You also play in a million bands. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's I'm what in what are you I in? can't go to shows sometimes because when I have shows, I don't know. I think I'm in five okay. bands, but they don't—they're not all super active. That's the thing. Uh, well, crew doesn't play that often anymore. We get played. We will play but, if we get asked. I think we played like three times last year. Yeah, yeah, which was fine though. That was yeah. perfect. It was pretty cool. <laughs> we, we played pretty banger shows. Though. Yeah, they're all good. So that was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, Kai's in like a bunch of bands. I don't know how you do it and then travel here because your partner's here and yeah. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> a lot of yeah. coffee, a lot of caffeine. I eventually get to a point like what else would you do? Though? That's <laughs> that's really the thing. I work full time. Like I'll work like 45 to 48 hours a week and it's largely to support my gas yeah. <laughs> and like my car for keeping up with it all. Yeah. But I love it. 
yeah, <laughs> like it hasn't it hasn't like killed me yet yeah i don't think and uh then you just learn how to schedule and uh you you learn that uh the google calendar is the best thing ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of it yeah totally yeah but going back to like diy like I get constantly inspired by people, especially when I'm on tour, like just talking to people. And that's what makes me want to do this forever. Like, oh, I have to, I can only like do this. Like, yeah. But that's like the best thing. Like, There's we, like an element of in your head. I feel like that's kind of like, ah, like, like fuck punk, like fuck this. And then, but then you realize it's like, oh, this is all I like to do. Okay. Well, some days it gets you down, but that's anything though, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some days you go, oh, why isn't, why isn't this happening? Or like, why is this happening for that person? And you go like, no. That's the worst mentality you could ever yeah, have, yeah. you know? It's like, we all have this, we're all doing this for fun. You definitely got to step away from it for a second. Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to, like, mental health week Yes. from DIY. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have a weekend off next weekend. I'm very excited for it. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> but tomorrow, we're seeing Mulaney. <laughs> yes. Tomorrow, MP we're Davidson. seeing Mulaney. Oh, sick. Awesome. Oh, we're so oh, stoked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever play Basement Beers? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. A couple of times. A similar kinship, I feel like, as far as, like... Like a fondue, fondant thing would like almost be like. It's very Mason Beers now that you said that. <laughs> well, <laughs> not as a rib, not saying it's yeah, no, 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 but it is. Like, yeah, they yeah. have like a. Well, what's the track? What's the track? Wake me up when wake me up no, when, when September we, ends. We uh, we when we first started uh, this band, we had a we had a song that was that a was literal rip off. Yeah, it was a literal rip off. that it was Saved that. by Saved by the Bell. We ripped that song off. Yeah, yeah. And very much unaware that all of a sudden it was like oh. Fuck, that's where I got that. And idea we played from. a show, and uh, Teddy was there, and I clearly remember Kyle was just like, "This one's for you, Teddy." And we started playing it, and Teddy was like, "You guys ripped us off. That's awesome." <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, I would say Basin Beers is very much a close uh, to our vibe, I think, as people, and I guess musical stylings. I think they're. I think well, Sean's an incredible guitar player. <laughs> But, yeah, and you yeah. Get, you, y'all are both still different enough. Yeah, absolutely, like absolutely. Yeah. They're one of the. I did two podcasts that got deleted, and they're one of them. Uh, so I have to oh, do a redemption no. pod. But yeah, they're we, not a group anymore. Yeah, no, but they still want to come on. I was talking to like Teddy kind of recently. They do so many other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we talked about K two Spice and three eleven for like seventy five percent of the podcast. Zuri on brand. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there's some goofballs, I would say. Yeah, they roll. <laughs> Teddy does a lot of hearts, and they're great. Yeah, Teddy does like awesome sh- DIY stuff in like Newark, like this house yes. shows, which I still haven't brought myself. Oh, to, to go Teddy there. Spot is amazing. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, we've played two shows there. Yes. I wasn't there yet. Oh, you weren't there though. Oh, the it is. I mean, uh, we got the first show we ever played there. We played with our really, really close friend John Cause, and it was the most amazing fucking Cause. thing on the planet. And then we did another show. It was a. Uh, it was Teddy's birthday. <laughs> okay, it was Teddy's birthday. That and was a on brand. Show. Teddy's birthday party. Every single beer cooler had Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, and you could only call them Blimes or Bloranges. <laughs> Use the full word. You got in trouble. <laughs> And yeah, and then we did that show with so many great bands. I forget who was on that, but I know Ellen and the Degenerates were on that for sure. Yeah, they did. Like, and then we played that show with Junkanoo there. And then yeah. Junkanoo, I think that was the same night that we played with John really? Cos as well. Yes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Junkanoo, another great band. Yeah, we played with them last night. They're yes. awesome. They're incredible. They're really yeah. good. 
they really know how to like they know get how to people sing involved <laughs> like <laughs> they really everybody loves them too like which is fair <laughs> like, they're yeah. cool well they're awesome they're like one of those bands that you just watch and you're just like this is so much fun yeah like yeah. this is yeah. awesome that's yeah. what i felt about blush last night i was blown away by their blush set. was also a great band it really they're was really good friends and uh yeah i found a stool musicians. so i could sit that was my second favorite part about it. <laughs> At the show. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Anytime you can be off your feet in general. Like, Scala, men of our age. You know. Like, we got to sit down sometimes. What, what there's, a reason, there's a reason why you don't stand in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, standing up sucks ass. That's a, that's a really good point. I, right? I, I, yeah, that's a very good point. Right? Yeah. Big, big fuck you to standing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we, all right. So what do we hate? We hate, we hate white uh, chalkboards uh, uh, standing up. <laughs> I just want someone to carry me like a baby everywhere I go. Oh, that'd be nice. Ooh, that'd be beautiful. I wonder how much yeah. smartboards cost. Well, we're not going to buy one. At least like 12 bucks. Yeah, they yeah. asked me if I wanted one for my classroom at the beginning of last year, and I was like, I don't need a smartboard. We're playing music. I'm not going to play with a computer screen. And then like halfway through the year, I was like, damn, maybe I could actually use it. So I asked, and they're like, no, it's too late. You can't get one. Oh, damn. damn. I don't really need it anyway, but. I feel yeah, like that's what you say now. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon when we're not playing instruments and we're just like writing MIDI on a computer or something might change it up who knows <laughs> now we're always gonna play instruments i think that's cool though yeah i i like watching steve sets because i can tell your band's having fun and also there's a that's the main reason the, we play <laughs> there's a pinch of like not giving a fuck like fuck it here okay it here's like a selfish thing that i think we all do we do this because we like it and it's for ourselves if you want to watch us play great if not we still we're are still gonna, gonna have do fun. it yeah. <laughs> uh, going back to that that skate demo that we played um, there was a competition that was going on. Like people were like winning money and products while we were playing, and I clearly remember uh, Frankie, the guy who runs Mew and is like a close friend of mine. He comes up to me and he was just like, "Hey man, I'm sorry that like no one watched you." And I like I remember I said to him, "I was like, fuck you, don't say that. Like <laughs> it's okay. Like cause like that's cool. Cause yeah. like like Kyle said, this band is for me, and like it's I, a very selfish thing. Yeah, it's like I don't give a shit." Uh, if it's like, oh, dude, you guys aren't, like, tech enough, bro. Like, you guys don't try enough. Oh, your songs are too short, dude. Oh, you guys are singing about the same shit over and over again. Who's this person? There was a period for, like, like a year and a half where people would complain that our sets were too short. Yeah. And then the response to that is like, ha, sorry. Sucks. <laughs> oh, my favorite was when nobody clapped after prom because it was so short. They're like, that, that was it? That was, yeah. <laughs> and then it was just silence. And yeah. Then I look at Kai, I'm like, ah! <laughs> there's like an element of it that's then again like i don't look at people when i play because it's like a confidence thing too but it's also goes back into the mindset where it's like no i'm with like my three of my best friends in the entire world this is for us yeah like, that's it yeah if it was too short come to the next show yeah and and like uh to to comment on like the not giving a fuck thing uh that really that resonates with me a lot because i don't give a shit like this is, like, supposed to be fun and all that because, like, a band I was in, like, took it really, really seriously and, like, tried to be a super cool guy about it, and I hated it. And I thought it was, like, why are you trying so hard? We should just be having fun. Yeah. And, like, when we started this band, like, in my head, I was, like, I'm not going to take this seriously. I'm not going to sit here. Like, when I say take it seriously, like, I mean, I don't mean, like, like not try, like, hard yeah. and do stuff, no, but, like... But like do it for fun. Yeah. And for sure. Um you can still like look look at bands like Pup or like you can tell they're having an awesome time and they're all fucking best friends and yeah. it's like yeah. genuine and yeah. it's like awesome. Like, yeah, and like you know, I I like uh when I was like coming up and all that stuff when I started getting out of like the me when I was getting out of metalcore and getting into like emo and punk I was and all that stuff. Off the metal yeah, I was definitely detoxing. <laughs> 
uh, I clearly, I, I went to go see uh, Crying at the Golden Tea House. And um, I was like saying. Crying, rest in peace. Yeah, that band was great. That band was so fucking good. I didn't know they stopped um, playing. I think they did. I met their drummer over the summer, and they, she told me that she plays in Crying. And I was like, oh. Cool. Really? But, Crying for is one. I didn't like that new record, a few other but bands, like, so maybe they're like, I don't know. They could be done. You? Yeah. They could. Be. I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't seen anything. But anyway, I was seeing them, and they like they fucking blew it. Like they made like a huge mistake. Like they like stopped for a second, and they all started laughing, and then started the song back up. And I was like, that was so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. You know. So now, like, like last night, I'm pretty sure that I was completely off time with Kyle and Kyle like moseys on over <laughs> and just like looks at me and I was like what I don't fucking know dude like, <laughs> like and like that's that's important because like a lot of kids like take it so seriously and beat themselves like I'm not gonna lie like a few weeks ago like I had a meltdown because I didn't think that I did like a good job or whatever and like that's not cool man it's okay to like fuck up yeah. it's okay to make mistakes and like in reality like we're human beings yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know you gotta make a mistake yeah regardless of how many and times you do play but you practice. want the audience to kind of be in on it yeah like, it's like, kind of yeah. and also they don't know it's oh, yeah. okay also, most time they don't, they don't know, know yeah. so just keep they going they just want to have fun they you don't want to see you with, you with a sour puss like, yeah dude right. there was oh my god I have to share this story it's literally the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me I was on tour yeah I, no I was I was on I was on tour with uh, Forever Losing Sleep with my old band and we were uh, in um, uh, Southampton Massachusetts and we were playing this church space that was like way too fucking big like there was three people there and yeah. it was like a space meant for like 500 yeah. and the three people that were in that room was my dad's best friend his <laughs> wife and their daughter it's the <laughs> three of them so uh at the time we were trying uh this girl petra out uh singing for the great depression and like awesome music like awesome solo artist but like she just wasn't vibing with our band at the time and um she just was completely off key and we were playing this song and like she wasn't she wasn't doing it like it wasn't happening and my guitar player literally stopped the set and was like you're fucking done and like took the mic from her and then started the song over again didn't even continue it like continue it and started over and there's three fucking people and i look at my bassist and my basement but looks back at me and i was like that really just fucking happened, dude. And, like, that shit, like, made me so uncomfortable, made me not want to play in that band and ever do anything like that again. Yeah. So it's just, like, that's something that drove this band for me is, like, I don't want to play with somebody who's going to fucking do that to anybody. Yeah, that's I don't gross. care if you're off key. It fucking happens. Let's yeah. have fun. Yeah. So, yeah, largely we don't really give a shit. Yeah, I don't no. think. At yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Like, Good. Good. Like, the, like, we do it again. It's all selfish. Like, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it the way we do it. Like, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. One time, though, we played in New York. This was before you were in the band. Were in the band. We were playing in New York for our friends and stay inside for their release gig. And we played a, a 12 or 11-minute set. Uh, and then and it was a very strange situation because it was at a bar. There was a backspace, and people were outside at the bar. And then the, the, the space where we were playing was closed off. So all of a sudden, towards the last song, I think, or the second to last song, people started to come in. Little did they know, we played like four other songs before that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then people start coming in. We And then I say, like, we're, we're done. And I'm like, hey, thank you so much for having us. And then people got upset, I think. Or you heard, like, some kind of, like, that was it or yeah. something like that. It was just like, yeah, come earlier next time. Yeah, <laughs> come on time. 
Yeah, what are you going to do? It's not healthy to take yourself too seriously, though. Because yeah. you said expectations, or like when we talk about like comparing yourself to others, yeah. like that's no point. Just do your own it's thing. unfortunate that like, this happens with your brain sometimes. Yeah, like, it's like, for sure. Like, you know it's dumb. Yeah, you everybody know has it's a perfectionist dumb. element yeah. to them, I yeah. think, in regards to something. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know? I feel like my brain's always on, like, produce mode. Oh, they could be doing this better. You could be doing this better. It's like, yeah. uh, turn off. You and I also analyze yeah. a lot of things too much. And thank you know, God for pot. Like, thank God. I also God. want to say that this record made me realize how much anxiety and how much I have double standards for myself was like on this record. How so? Because like, I listened to it so much. I was like, I was off key there. What the fuck is wrong with me? And like, uh, yeah. I was, you know what I mean? And like, like we didn't do this record to a metronome. So there's like little bits in the record where it's like a little bit off. I'm like, dude, I'm better than that. And like shit like that. And like, there was a time like I went through like kind of like a I mean, I don't want to say like a super rough time but like I was just not in like a really good headspace over the summer and I was like kind of like being a fucking dick about it and like this and like uh it just like bothers me and like I like I'm trying to like be better about it and shit but like over over analyzing yourself I think is like a really fucking bad trait in a lot of people it, it, especially with like listening to mixes you can kind of fall into a hole yeah. like, oh, I definitely have I, I did I did that <laughs> yeah, like 110 percent uh, yeah. I, I had to move out to my parents house and they lived like an hour away and there was like so many nights where I would just like listen to the record over and just get like more and more high which was just such a bad idea no, yeah, cause <laughs> you, you know start hating it or yeah, like you compare and, like, it to an old mix yeah it was bad like out of all the bands I mean I'm the crazy asshole in every band yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. I feel like it's, it's it's good when it's there, uh, but then you also have to listen to other people too. And be yeah, like, no, the check and balances. Like, that was yeah. okay. Like that yeah. was good. And I think that's what something that we we do yeah. really well together is that we're able to. Cause like yeah, we we call each other out when we're being dicks, honestly. Cause you like sometimes we are like assholes, and like I'm an asshole too, of course. Yeah. And like, but we all just kind of like level each other out, and you know, I think that's like a that's like a nice element in this yeah. group. I would say, not saying that any other group that I've ever played in ever was horrible in regards to that, but you know, at least with us, we're best friends, so yeah. we're not afraid to tell each other things. And then we're also like, uh, like for instance, like I am, I, I also suffer from the case of like, oh, I didn't sound that good there. And then somebody will be like, oh, it sounds pretty good. You could do it better. Nikki's great at pushing me like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's my, my forte is telling Kyle to breathe <laughs> yeah. and going, I see what you're doing, but I know you can do it better. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there's all, absolutely moments where it's like, shut up. <laughs> then ultimately it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. That's part of making shit too. You want to like, you know, you're gonna butt heads sometimes. You gotta just keep each other in check. You can't imagine if everyone just said yes to everything. Like, oh, I guess it's okay. Oh, that'd, that'd be weird. Your yeah. first take on everything, or like, yeah, your first idea with everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's another good thing about Max. So that I, Max Rush, that I really appreciated. We recorded one song, I think, and we did it really good because we were just tracking the drums. And then Zach like nails it all the time, no matter what Zach says. I think he's incredible. But uh, uh, Zach like nailed it. It was like a 40 second song and. And then we're done with it and then we're like oh should we do another and then max just looks over the chair he's like well you only, you only did the one like we all knew that we nailed it like perfect like yeah. nothing nothing yeah. had to be changed and he's just like 
you only did one. It, it was just a suggestion <laughs> to be like, let's do another just in case. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, you nailed. Did you end up going with the first take? I don't know which one we went with. I'm pretty sure we did. I bet so. we did. Well, yeah, it just happens. Max yeah. is a great person to work with. Yeah, Max rules. Yeah, Max. I want to make more music just so I can record with him again. That's how I feel too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that. I want to I wanna track in that little basement studio that he's got set up now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When we did that when we did that acoustic song, I was so comfortable. I had my shoes off like in the rug. Yeah, just, it's like, a carpeted hey, basement. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Sick. That's oh, the first shit. time you recorded a guitar. On yeah, that was the first song I ever recorded a guitar to a metronome. And it was extremely stressful. And I don't have like the most confidence in myself as a guitar player because they, they will tell you I'm a terrible guitar player. I'm real bad. I'll yeah. No, I'm. I can't. That's bullshit. You're probably better than me. I can't get through Damn It. Like, yeah. I'm just I like, can't even play right, Damn It. Damn It's a pretty hard song, though. <laughs> yeah, I can't play Damn It. Yeah, we did a blink set. One time. <laughs> we couldn't even Damn play. It was pretty hard. We couldn't play What's My Age Again. That was really that tough. Was that hard. one was hard, too. Yeah, that's yeah. a hard yeah. song. Yeah. Tom DeLonge has like picking patterns that make absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, I saw a Blink with Matt Skiba, and oh, I was like, "Oh, it makes sense that you're having a hard time." Yeah. Like yeah. when I finally sat down and tried to learn some of those songs, it's like, yeah, there's some weird shit going on here. Yeah. How's Blink with Matt Skiba? Um, have you ever seen Blink in general live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I when don't though? Think that they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, when, did you, when did you yeah, see them? But I also saw them when I was a kid, so I was like, Oh, okay, awesome. okay. Yeah, like okay. Because I saw yeah. them. I saw the PNC when they released the 2003, and like that, I think that was the best Tom ever sounded. Yeah. And to, before he did they're Angels and Aliens, definitely not the best sound. But that was probably live. the best time they ever played I'll say, live. I'll say, but with Skiba, they were good though. They were pretty good. I love like Skiba. They, yeah. Separately, I'll say I saw I saw Blink 182 a lot because they're like they're actually like one of the. They were the first band I ever listened to, like the first CD I ever got, and I got to see, uh, I got to see Blink with "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," the self-titled, and then when they came back in like 2009, and then I just watched like a live set with Skiba because like I just don't care to like spend money to go do that. And the one thing I'll say is the more and more, and this is kind of like bad, I guess, or whatever, but the more and more Tom like started to like stray away from the band and like start doing his own thing is when he got better. Like he started getting better as we he, we strongly disagree with each nah, other. Nah, dude. Like when he <laughs> after I, I feel like when I saw them with "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" and like it was like oh fucking Blink One Eighty Two. I was also like six, so like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was like oh this is like fucking sick. And then when I saw them with the self titled. Um, I was like wow, this is like way better. And that was after Boxcar Racer came out, and that's when like I feel like. Tom got his like confidence. Tom finding his groove. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they were really good. And then uh, Tom left the band, and I went to, I went to Warp Tour, and I saw Angel and Airwaves, and I was like, this isn't Blink One Eighty Two, but he's way better than he ever was uh, in Blink One Eighty Two. So yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's actually strongly like, disagree. Nah, man. All right, what's your point then? Go ahead. Uh, Angels and Airwaves, no thank you. Oh, they're trash. Woo. They're not a good band. I'm hey, I don't want to have a hot but take, but no element. thank that's you. No, like I, I watch a. Everybody can vouch. I watch too much YouTube live music videos at night. Like yeah. that's what I do to decompress is watch other bands and and study, like kind of like music. Yeah, uh, kind of like like kind of like school. Like I study it every every night and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've watched a lot of live music videos with, with music concerts with them. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Hey, you like what you like. But I do like Blink. I do like Blink. We yeah. all do. 
we did that cover set and we didn't practice really. I'd say we all like Blink One Eighty Two to an extent, except for me. Yeah, we we did a Blink One Eighty Two yeah. cover set at the same time that somebody was doing like a Simon and Garfunkel cover set. I'm pretty sure. Same bill. Yeah. That's the same bill. That's yeah, so we weird. were like the weirdest band. To be on that. <laughs> we were admittedly the only band that didn't practice. Yeah, but also because it's a cover you, why is one, one day? Night. Yeah. <laughs> We, when we were in Sems, we had like a big issue uh, because uh, the reason why we broke up is because of a Weezer cover set, I think. Really? Yeah, because we were playing in Mount Joy and we were supposed to get like this dumb guarantee to yeah. play it, right? And uh, one of our players practiced super, super hard every day when they had light to go to New York and film and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you ch- you're trying too hard. It's Weezer. Like, why are you practicing so hard? And then, like that just stressed them out to the point. Like, I can't do this band anymore. It's too much oh, involved. Okay. And I was like, that? <laughs> that was the, the final straw. Yeah, that's that's the juicy gossip people ask for about that. And I'm like, well, it's, it's because of a Weezer cover set. <laughs> the good news is I don't think it'll happen with with Steve, that everyone will, you, it'll, tensions will ever be to too high. i a Taylor Swift cover set if we can. And if you do, I don't think it'll break the band up. I think you guys uh, will I hope not. go in and just have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all we do is have fun. Fun do's and fun don'ts, fun. out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> out eventually. Yeah. You guys want to wrap this up? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, sir. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having, Thank you for having us. Thank you for letting us talk. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Be on the lookout for Steve's Steve's new album, Fondues and Fondones. All right. Bye.